1: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role before journey into a world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have journeyed into the caverns of the Cult of Cortexus, where they've been ambushed by Quartrex, the Mind Flayer Dragon. Will Ranger be able to regain control of his mind and stop attacking his friends? Will Quinny and Juniper be able to hold off the monster's attacks? And will Moonhammer tell Butthole to stop running away already? Find out next on
2: Dom Doms and Dragons!
3: Wait, what was I doing again? <laughs> I love this dragon. <laughs> well, good. We should go get those guys.
2: Oh, 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 you'd
4: say it. Don't spray it. So that is Quarterx, and it's going to fly upward towards Juniper. It's still in the moonbeam, so okay. what does the moonbeam do this round?
5: More damage, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Gotta roll a con save again.
5: Yeah, con save again.
4: At disadvantage because it's fucked up by the hex. It manages to save.
5: 18 damage, take half.
4: Ranger, can you roll me a dexterity save, please? 14. So, unfortunately, you will also be caught in the moonbeam. Can you roll a constitution save, please? 18 cool so you'll take nine points of damage as you force your way through both you and the dragon getting hit so i think you're like mentally talking about how much this sucks even though you're your pals with the dragon now you can feel your your mind fracturing the way it was earlier just everything feels out of joint i remember hershey saying
2: no what are you doing stop eating my heart what are you doing no stop
4: (laughs) And as we all know, he did not. I
2: got out of my brain!
4: Uh, Juniper.
5: Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to pull up my short bow and just try to distract this (laughs) dragon. I don't think I'm actually going to do any damage, but anything I can do, maybe it'll fling Ranger off. Who knows? This is kind of a Hail Mary. 13 to hit.
4: Your arrow disintegrates in the (laughs) moonbeam. Do you want to move or anything or is that... uh,
5: I'm going to run back into the shelter of the entrance.
4: Great. So you make your way back into that hallway. And as you do so, you hear a wail. All of you just kind of reverberates inside your head. And you hear a series of horrible cries from back inside the lab Oh, no. You can also hear some scraping and moving from the pit. It seems like some of the things that are down there are starting to stand up.
1: This isn't a personal plan. God has told me to run. I'm morally and spiritually obligated that we need to get the fuck out of here. It's
0: a personal plan for me. It's a personal plan pizza. I need to get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, or you're going to be made into pizza. Yeah. 72 damage or whatever the fuck. This thing's going to murder me.
4: (laughs) Yeah, you just dodged something that would definitely kill you, and it still almost killed you. You get the sense it can't do that very often. That is not a salve to the (laughs) wound. No, you've got a cleric for that. (laughs) I ran for the cleric, and he's like, "Come on!" And he maintained
0: the distance. He like (laughs) got away. So
4: top the round, Quinny. I'm running up to butthole again.
0: I'm going to try and blast a stalactite with Eldritch Blast. Okay, go ahead. Drop something on the dragon.
4: Roll your attack. Thirteen. Yep. I'll say that does it. Fails to dodge. uh, So it will take. (laughs) Oh, the dragon fails to dodge the stalactite. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: I thought you were. I thought you were being funny. I was like, Yeah, that's cute. (laughs) <laughs> you, you've done
1: that
4: before for inanimate objects. I know, I know, I know. It's my fault. <laughs> um, so the uh, stalactite sort of shatters against its shoulder, uh, and you can see it wince and secure itself against the metal framework. Ranger, when this happens, can you please roll me a charisma save? Just an eight for the briefest of seconds, as as your your teeth jar and your head shakes, you have a moment of clarity. But then Hershey's just back screaming at you, and this this dragon sitting there going, "It's okay, bro. Just eat his heart. It's fine. <laughs> Don't
2: do it. Don't no. Do it's it. Fine. Don't Fuck listen to him, guy. <laughs> I love my I'm heart. I'm your real friend. <laughs> I have veins. Oh,
4: it's gonna be full so tasty. Oh, oh no, 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 no! He's not using it.
2: Oh!
4: I know what I must do now. (laughs) So, Ranger, you're on the dragon's back. You're struggling through. uh, I give you a freebie for that hit against the dragon. What would you like to do? Are you going to try and regain control of your senses? Are you going to try and fight your way through? What what, what would you like to do?
2: I'm going to try and regain my senses once more.
4: Excellent. How would you like to do that? You can roll a charisma save. You can roll a wisdom save. Or you can spend some stress and tell me a thing that you think would somehow make you regain your senses. Because I like Ranger stories.
2: I'll do a stress test. Okay, go ahead. This is a memory, right? A deep-seated mm-hmm. memory. And remember this time I uh, was on the ship, the SS Mick Squiggly, and I was sitting on the bow of the ship overlooking the clouds, and uh, my other guard mates, Hershey, Falafel, Petulip, <laughs> Thorble, <laughs> they were all there. We just had a wicked awesome rock-scissors-paper tournament to pass the hours. And I remember I won with my solid rock each and every time. <laughs> They never did change their strategy. It's at that point in time I remembered, and by which I mean I knew, (laughs) I was the smartest god of them all. And with that, I felt stronger, better, awesome. And it gave me so much goodwill and optimism. I felt I could accomplish anything I set my mind to for I was nobody's doggy wolf-wolf. I was ranger, king of his own free will. <laughs> All
4: right, so I'm going to use the rest of your stress for that. Um, roll me a charisma save with advantage as you force Cordurex to rock, paper, scissors you in your mind.
2: Rock, paper, scissors. Seven.
4: It will not surprise you to know the Illithid Dragon Nightmare has never played Rock, Paper, Scissors. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And thus, just by virtue of having claws, throws scissors, which are mightily defeated by a rock, Uh, And as a result, you shake off charmed.
2: I'm
4: back, baby. Your sword is directly in front of you. What do you do? What I was destined to do.
2: (laughs) Ranger, you got to get out of there.
4: I'm going to stab this thing in the eyeball. Wicked. So you get two attacks. Uh, Go ahead and roll. 16. That will hit. All right. 18. Also hit. Uh, So go ahead and roll your damage. Six. Okay. And again. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh,
4: six again. Six. Almost the number of the beast yet again. Okay, so Ranger, I'm going to say you don't quite make it to the eye, but you're soundly stabbing your way up the thing's neck, and you're, you're getting closer. Nice. So maybe with some more successful hits, you'll be close enough to do that sweet, sweet damage. Wicked, that brings us to Butthole. You are standing up there with Quinny. Quinny's looking pretty rough. The Guardian of Moonhammer is standing there. Ranger continues to attack. What do you do?
1: Okay, so for a bonus action, I'm going to reach out And summon a spectral hammer, because I can help my friends while I'm running as the goddess wills, because I I have a legitimate fear that if I go against this, she'll take away my powers, (laughs) (laughs) so I can't not run. But I'm going to cast that at level three. I'm going to put it at the the highest point of the dragon, wherever that is. Probably trying to smack it on the head, I imagine, if if it's rising. Yep, bonking on the noggin. Yeah. That is 23 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Okay, and that does... 17 radiant damage. Smack it right on that fucking head. Uh, And then I am going to reach down to Quinny and I'm going to slap a hand right on the top of his head. And then I'm just going to fart two quick farts and they swirl around my arm and then jam themselves up both of his nostrils. God. And I cast cure wounds at level three as well, which means Quinny, you get 24 health points back. And then I say, the goddess wills it, and I run further down the freaking
4: tunnel away from the monster. Cool. Which brings us to x Ranger's back in the game. It hates that. It does start in the moonbeam, so it's going to roll its save with disadvantage. It passes.
5: 17.
4: So, still slowly, just burning away on it, like a magnifying glass. It
5: just stays in the moonbeam. Like I, haven't hey, even I had have. Hey, I have no criticisms.
4: <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, it's going to lash out, Ranger, at you with its tentacled face and attempt to grasp you. Uh, so, what's your armor class, sir? Sixteen. And so, it attacks. It will hit. So you'll take fourteen points of bludgeoning damage as it sort of slaps at you and grasps at you. But each time its tentacles hit you, you're hit with another flash of the horror of murdering Hershey. So you'll also take an additional three points of psychic damage for a total of 17 points of damage. And then it's going to try and uh, slash at you with its claws, which it's at disadvantage for because it's trying to get over its Mm. neck and its back. pussy in its crack, yeah.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is
4: is the horrifying song playing in your head constantly. It'll miss with the first one. And it will miss with the second one. You feel lucky to be on its back and not in front of its face. And then it will lurch up to where you are, which sets off the Spectral Guardian. Yes,
1: so it needs to pass a dex save DC 16. It does not. Okay, it takes 20 radiant damage as the Moon oh. Hammer Guardian punches the oh, shit out of nice. it as it passes. That hurts it a lot. And let me know if it passes within 10 feet of her
4: again. <laughs> If it starts its turn within 10 feet of her, I assume it just keeps punching.
1: What it says is any hostile creature that approaches within 10 feet for the first time on their turn must make the deck saving throw. So if it starts within 10 feet, I imagine it's starting its turn within 10 feet. Yeah.
4: Cool. From the bottom of the pit, you can see a bunch of the corpses start to stand up and you can see tentacles flickering uh, beneath their faces. And all sorts of them start to lurch towards the, the ladders. And um, kind of from down the hallway behind you, the one that stabbed itself stumbles into view, as does the one that's been stabbed. And they're kind of zombie crawling and, and staggering down the halls towards you. They're still too far away to do anything, but they are on their way.
1: This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. shopify.com slash dumdums that's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S if you open a store with Shopify you're gonna be hearing that sound a lot
6: thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network here's another show we know you'll love
0: every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beavermount Ontario is pretty much the same folks are polite there's a hockey game that evening and someone gets brutally murdered. Sorry about the murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to season one now by typing Sorry about the murder
3: into your favorite podcast app. Ah, ben Ah, another would-be hero, is it? Yes, it is I, Fiddlesworth the butler from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I can see from your general look that you want to bring more stories into the world and help the Dum Dums on their various quests. Well, I advise against joining the Patreon then, for if you do, you will be assisting the Dum Dums in all of their endeavors, all of their various shows and stories and jokes and doing good deeds, and you know I simply cannot abide those. Of course, if you did feel like wasting your time, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdum dice. You could join for as little as a dollar, which would gain you access to a Discord where you can talk to other would be heroes. You can even create characters who will run around in our world at the higher levels, but of course you don't want to do that, now do you? No, you're just content to listen to a butler tell you how it is. Well, I'll see you on your way. Hail Blighthammer.
4: Us to Juniper.
5: I'm kind of limited with what I can do because I'm keeping this moonbeam going. So I will attempt to cast Channel Divinity. I will try to turn the faithless and get these beings running in the other direction so we can have a clear path out. Awesome. So they need to make a wisdom saving throw. They do not. All right. They're going to run away or turn away. <laughs> so they're like
4: zombies shuffling with their tentacles and shit down the hole. And then they just stop, look at each other, look at you, shrug, <laughs> turn around and start <laughs> horrifying crawling away.
5: I've never done that one before. Oh, that's, that's exciting.
4: Handy. It yeah. works. That's good work. Top of the round. Quinny, uh, You are you're feeling much healthier. Yeah. How's this dragon looking? It's looking rough. It's still up. It's looking a little bloody though. I look at butthole, who is still like the goddess.
0: Wills that you run.
1: You've seen me, and I was running, and then I thought once the Ilithids came through, I was like, "Oh, the goddess sent me back here because I had to be the rear guard." This makes perfect sense, but she didn't count on another god's help. My purpose has been fulfilled, and you just watch me like dig my heels in. At which point, I crunch a bunch more goo. <laughs> yeah, the the, the I, Avengers theme starts playing. Yeah, like I turn back around, and now I'm ready to fight because I've had my
0: new sign from oh, the goddess.
2: Man.
0: Okay, yeah, Quinny just sneers. He's just like, all right then. And he just goes running out the first level doorway, Mm -hmm. uh, and he's going to try and stab into the dragon and land on the dragon.
4: Just for those of you listening at home, this is our second rain of fire we're getting today. Yeah. Can you roll me uh, an acrobatics check, please? That one, but I'm lucky. We'll re-roll that for a 13. You leap out, uh, you've got your blade in your hand, your cloak is flying epically behind you. You dodge a moonbeam as you go, which (laughs) throws you off a little bit. But to your horror, you miss. And you just see infinite distance beneath you. When all of a sudden, there's a tug on your cloak. And to your legitimate horror, ranger has got your cloak, which swings you around (laughs) into uh, a lower part of the dragon. So go ahead and roll your attack. Just remember you, will injure your life. Goddamn. All right. Mm. I'm going to remember this. Ranger will remember this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> 21 That will definitely hit nice. Okay Because ranger is
4: on top of the target Yes you can have your fucking advantage Goody Goody I'm gonna say the advantage <laughs> in this case Is that you're swinging in like a pendulum of stabbing
5: <laughs> So many dice <laughs>
4: Fucking dragon will fucking kill you I swear to god 24 plus 4 28 damage The dragon screams in horror uh, As you found it's one weakness friendship (laughs) ranger you've just assisted the little boy he did a a bunch of damage and you you just hear in the back of your head it's it's hershey going it's okay i can help you now uh and you you feel yourself powered up with new might it's over
2: nine (laughs) thousand
4: so your your hair spikes up uh into the air and what's the name of the spell you're going to use i call this little dish
2: hershey's kiss oh,
4: <laughs> what does hershey's kiss do
2: basically it imparts all my love into the blade excellent and then i lay a nice wet smack on this mother dragon's face do it up as i plummet my sword through its
4: eyeball go ahead i'll give you advantage because hershey loves you despite you killing him
2: <laughs> 29
4: Jesus. that will hit
2: 22 in total.
4: All right, so that was your first attack. Go ahead with your second. (laughs) Does Hershey's kiss apply to both? Yeah, it it applies to his full attack round. 13 plus
2: 11, that equals 24. That will hit.
4: 31. With all the love you have for Hershey, you drive the blade down into the dragon's eye. You can feel it resisting, but uh, eventually the blade slips through. Shh, shh, go to sleep. Go to
2: sleep. <laughs> oh, no. Go to sleep.
4: And you hear Cordarex growl, "I have never slept. I hope it will be nice." Uh, and then the blade uh, pierces its brain, and the mighty dragon begins to fall.
2: Hey, dragon, who's a louser now? Um,
4: it's
2: a callback. It's a callback. I remembered that. <laughs>
4: Cooney, can you roll me an acrobatics check, please? Yeah. 18. Quinny, you're able to leap off the mighty dragon's back, but as Ranger is driving the sword further and further into its head, he unfortunately takes a Gandalf plummet. Oh, come on, um, man. With the dragon, and you see both of them soaring, spiraling downward, and eventually punch through a number of stalactites and stalagmites, impaling them both. (gasps) So you quickly, rapidly hurry down into the water to find the dragon fully impaled and Ranger's body desperately broken and shattered. Am I
2: on a stalactite? Uh, Yes. I'm spinning around it. I'm
4: (laughs) spinning around the
2: stalagmite. Yeah, it's pretty disco
4: and and pretty great, but his his body is damaged beyond help. Um, Beyond help. You can see that the light in his eyes is starting to go out. What do you do? I pat him down for his potions of greater healing. One is shattered, but there's one that's still intact.
0: I unstopper the bottle and I, I mean, I guess we don't want him to heal with a stalagmite around him. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and Lift him off of it. The dragon is on top of him. Oh, for fun! He's spinning around. No. Butthole, what do you do?
1: Okay. This is ugly, but I can fix it with magic. Because so he's right on the middle, right? So he's spinning, yes. He's spinning. And I, I stop him from spinning. So it's like hand on an armpit. Can
4: you roll me a strength check? Sure. <laughs> yeah, 21. So you do stop him. Ranger, what are you singing as <laughs> as the light begins to fade out? La, da da
0: da 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 da
2: Okay,
4: butthole, you've got your
1: hands on them. What do you do? This is super gross, but this is just where we're at today. So I look for the thinnest <laughs> point in his torso, like below ribs, yep. where there's just like, you know, like mm. maybe four inches of ranger yep. and then stalactite. <laughs> yep. Whatever the, uh, there's a rock in him. That's all I know. I'm not a fancy guy. Uh, and I just hold him there and I'm like, sorry, bud. And I want to hammer through that part of his body so I can pull him off of it. <laughs> okay, oh, you God.
4: succeed. It's gruesome, but it happens. Great.
1: I pull him off and then I I, I lay him down <laughs> and I just start to like squish his body back together. And I'm like, Guys. This is going to be real awkward, but we got to wait for him to die before I can do anything. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just shut up. And I just like look at him and I'm like, you can go. There's going to be a waiting room. Just let it happen.
2: Because I compare you to a kiss from Hershey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> Quinny, can you roll me a check, please? It's Twelve. You seem to recall seeing repair instruments uh, up in the lab.
0: Should we wait for him to die and bring him up to like operate on him? No. Yeah. Oh, there it is. All right, let's get let's. Yeah, yeah, we'll go up to the room. Okay,
1: so I, I throw him over Goblin Jr. over my shoulders. So it's actually like me, it's Goblin Jr., and then it's just the interior of Ranger's body.
4: Right <laughs> over his and I see oh. you're, you're kind of like magically keeping it somewhat intact. Or? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm focusing on kind of, and actually like Goblin Jr. is helping because he's like holding parts of Ranger in place. So that like the other side of the body, I made sure that it was like I took the shittiest part. So he's still relatively one piece. So I've, I've got him and we're bringing him up. Oh, we carry him up the ladders and shit. And we go into the room and we go back up. And then I'm hoping that chair is like a dentist chair, like Sweeney Todd. It is like a
4: Sweeney Todd. Yeah, chair. so I
1: like yeah. kick that fucker flat. and we put him down and I'm like, okay, we got to put this dead part against this dead part. And just like make him go. So this is like Operation the Board Game. <laughs> and we have that skill level, but luckily that's all this needs. So Quinny's working. I reach into my pocket and take out. I have all of Mojo's scalpels and tools that we yep. took there. So we're just doing a fucking hack job of just
4: stitching the middle part of him Back into a hole. I'm going to say several vital parts were destroyed in the fall. You can try and stitch them back together, but there's not a whole ranger to be had. His, his body is, is pretty messy. K- Are you going to K- do to him what you did to me? Are we taking other pieces? Do
0: you
1: want him alive or do you just... No, I'm not giving you that choice. You don't, <laughs> don't fucking like him. And I'm like, Juniper, find me the best looking fucking body parts you can out of
5: all all any right. of these. All right. And I, I, just, I, I just, just start like hacking apart uh, so the junip- most fresh looking Yeah, So, bodies. Juniper, you
4: start hacking apart gnomes. They don't look great. And then as you're searching, you find a full mind flare.
5: Oh, yes. Okay. I just do basically the autopsy cut. And just open him. Okay. We,
4: we like do
1: that next to the body, so we're like, what looks similar? <laughs> <laughs> like, this Anything? fits
4: here, and this fits here, sort of. Great. So it's a bunch of alien parts inside an elf body. Yep, feeling lucky. Yeah. Okay, so...
5: I've got a persona with very nimble fingers if we need this.
1: Good, you're going to be my assistant on right. this. So now that and now that Ranger's body has been like cannibaled back together, and I'm like, dear God, let all the toxins he ate make this
5: work.
4: <laughs> so Ranger, you find yourself in a waiting room, and uh, Kiss from a Rose is playing on the, on the speakers. it's like
2: a Muzak version
1: Yeah, of it?
4: absolutely. And around you, there's just nothing but books. And for a second, you're like, you don't know how to read. But then you remember... Fucking yeah, you do. Thanks for teaching me. And uh, what book do you pick up? Where's Waldo?
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so Smash get back up. You've filled him with alien parts. Then <laughs> um, you've right. stitched him back up. Uh, what do you do? I look over him and I say, I know everything's been a real rush, but it's time
1: for us to slow some shit down. Juniper, you got that flute?
5: Oh, I always have my flute. Okay,
1: I need inspirational music. It's got to be like an hour, so we need something simple that you can just loop, because I need a nice rhythmic pattern for me to focus. Quinny, what what kind of music would speak to his spirit?
0: No. No anything but that. Anything but Teenage Dirtbag.
1: Do you know Teenage Dirtbag? Not really. Do you know any of it? Just the chorus. Okay, boom, sing- you're singing that for an hour. Uh, <laughs> I need you to play pan flute under it. And then I, I'm just like, and a one, and a two, and a teenage, go. And while while Tyler does this, <laughs> yeah. what you're picturing... While Quinny does this. Or, sorry, well, well, <laughs> while both of them do this, uh, picture Butthole breathing in and out, uh, and I'm farting, and it's going... Up the ass of the corpse, and then coming back out the mouth, and I'm inhaling it so that I'm actually starting to pump my life energy through Ranger's body. Is like love farts, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so start start the song, Quinny. It's I, time. I can't remember how it starts, but I, then I start to hear Ranger's voice in my head, and the song starts to come to me as I hear him, and I start to kind of get into it.
2: Her name is Noelle I had a dream about her. Mm. Got, got gym, gym class, class in half an, an hour Oh, how he rocks In kids in tube socks <laughs> But she doesn't know who I am Snarf, yeah. snarf, snarf And snarf. she doesn't give <laughs> a damn <laughs> about me Cause <laughs> I'm just a teenage dirtbag baby I'm just a teenage dirtbag baby Listen to Iron maybe maybe with me? Ooh. <laughs>
4: Ranger you sit straight up um and part of your face explodes with tentacles. Oh shit. Um, your fingers get longer. And your body slowly fuses together and you've never felt more like a half-elf, half-ithalid dirtbag in your life. like takes a sort of like, holy
2: shit, goddamn, kill it! Oh my god! Eight dicks! (laughs) Eight (laughs) dicks!
4: Yeah! And so with that, Ranger has been saved, sort of. Ranger, now in a slightly altered form, is now free to continue the search for Alan um, with his new incredibly wide-reaching psychic powers. Uh, he's got access to some places and some fields you don't. However, given what he did aboard the McSquigley, he'll never be allowed to set foot back on the ship, so he'll have to continue his search on his own. So uh, once again, you find yourself having to bid farewell to Ranger as he continues the quest for Alan. What do you all say to him as he goes? I, uh,
0: I stole this from you, and um, I owe you one because you saved my life back there on the dragon, so I give him back the potion of greater healing. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Means a lot. You're welcome. I can't look at you. <laughs> Sorry.
5: Ranger, that was weird, but fun. <laughs> Bring it in, buddy.
2: Yo, come here. <laughs> one hand here, one hand here, one hand here, one hand here. Oh.
1: <laughs> then I step forward and say, hey, you're the first person I've brought back from like real dead. Uh, and, and you're way less monstrous Than Frank and Cooney ever was I mean it's nice Because now it looks like You've got eight dicks on your face That represent the eight dicks You got down below So really The curtain matches the drapes You know
2: <laughs> Why does my <laughs> mouth taste like farts?
1: <laughs> because that's how you know You're an instrument of the goddess oh. You're the holiest guy I know Ranger Bring it in Yeah And then we hug And also make out <laughs> It's nice because I feel held Like
4: on the face <laughs> Billy him, Fingers is jealous. They <laughs> stick to him.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, Ranger, uh, you begin to walk away, and uh, you have one last chance to turn back and say something. What do you say? Gwinny. Yeah? Right here. He's <laughs> flipping me off.
2: But then he, like, gives the middle finger, but then he brings out all of his other tentacles, and he transforms the one middle finger into, like, a heart.
0: Oh, um, I can't do that. Uh, so, and then I just give you the middle finger.
1: <laughs> and I yell to Ranger as he leaves, like, if you think you'll be lonely on your trips, take that
4: badger. <laughs> and so Ranger and Wayne the Pebble Johnson walk off into the night and further adventures.
2: But while we're walking off into the sunset, we both stick out our hands and put our thumbs up in the
4: incredible Hulk theme place
2: <laughs> <laughs> as we walk against the highway. <laughs>
4: Amazing. And thus ends the quest for Ranger. And I turn to my
1: two compatriots and say, this was the worst plan to get an army or allies ever.
0: I feel like I didn't learn a fucking thing.
5: I still don't know how to prepare for the Great Collide.
4: Another successful Dum Dums adventure.
5: This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons
1: features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at TheRyanLaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee- at McGeeTD TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are, and now for that massive coronary, and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part One by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A H Z Z A R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com/dumdumdice. But most importantly we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumb dice or you can join our patreon at patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice that's d-u-m-b-d-u-m-b-d-i-c-e
2: and tune in next week for more dum dumbs and
6: dragons the fable and Folly network where fiction producers flourish you found the heart she found a key to the heart On the quest of a lifetime, three best friends take on a harrowing journey. Your
2: mind and body will be tested in these upcoming weeks, as well as your heart.
6: Where more is at stake than a gift from the gods. Being with Albina and I is going to be... weird. Not bad weird, just, uh, different. Everything's different on the water. When new friends meet, you have an office? Where do you think I do all the pirate business? Pirates have business. It's a parchment nightmare. And family secrets are revealed. We could be twins. Yes, I've noticed. This young crew of adventurers will learn what it takes to complete the deadly journey to the heart.
5: It's not like
1: an island could set a trap for us.
6: What? Lightning fog? Are you kidding me? But is getting what they want worth losing what they have? I was happy with you and Charlie. Was? Look at us! How could I be? Journey to the Heart. Now available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Tune in each week and vote for where you think the story should go next. What
2: will you wish for?